Hi friends, and welcome to Believe Like a Boss. I'm your host, Life Coach Nandu Camille. Join me as I teach you how to smash your goals and expand the possibility of your life through mindset management, spiritual alignment, and authentic action. I'll teach you how to create what I like to call a life of thrive with ease and authenticity. It's time to play with what's possible. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Believe Like a Boss. I am your host, life coach, Nandi Camille. Hello, my friends. I just got off of a client session. I actually have no notes in front of me, and I'm diving right into it because I just feel on fire about lots of different things. (laughs) Um, And so I'm just going to kind of give it to you, and maybe this one is going to be titled Nandi's Rampage. We'll see, because I just feel like I have a lot on my heart that I want to offer you. As I'm diving into this, I want to say take what sticks to you, leave the rest. If there's something that does not resonate with you, it's not meant for you, don't worry about it, right? And if there's something that maybe you're struggling to grasp, I would say write it down and let it marinate. Sometimes things just need to marinate, especially if our brain is hearing it for the first time. Um, it's a, You're creating a new neural pathway, literally. So sometimes we need to marinate on things. But as always, take what sticks to you and leave the rest. So what I'm gonna jump into first is I was joking with my client and told them that I needed to do a podcast recording of all of the metaphors that I use in my coaching because I find that metaphors are very helpful. Um, When you read, studies will show that storytelling is the way of the human species, right? It's It's how we live our lives. It's how we communicate. It's through stories, right? Whether they're true or false or in fable, metaphorical, the Bible, right, is how we as humans communicate with each other and how we pass along information is through storytelling. And so often in my uh, client calls, I will use metaphors to help illustrate something, to help my clients better understand a concept that we're working on. And so one of the metaphors that I really love is it's like, it's a, it's more of a fable, fable slash metaphor. And some of you may have heard it, some of you may have not, but it's one of my favorites and it makes me laugh every time. So there's a person, and let's say that they are in Florida. So there's a person in Florida, and you know, in Florida, there's these storms that happen. There's hurricanes that happen, and so there's a hurricane that's coming through, and it's a pretty bad one. And so in this part of Florida where this pretty bad hurricane is happening, they've been asked to evacuate. And so this person in the home is being asked to evacuate. Coast Guard's driving through the streets. Hey, everybody, you need to evacuate. It's on the news. There's a message that goes out to all the residents in the area. You need to evacuate. The person says, nah, I'm good. God will save me. So they stay in their house. Storm comes in. Storm is here now. Flooding is starting to happen. So now the Coast Guard is here. They are on a raft. They've rafted, or they've rafted, they've uh, boated, rafted up to the window. They've come up to the window of this person's house. Hey, we're here to save you. Come on, we're here to save you. Hello, they're knocking on the window. We're here to save you. Come out your window. We got this raft. We're here for you. It's like, no, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. God will save me. And so they're like, are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. So then Coast Guard leaves. Well, now the storm's gotten really bad. This is why they had to evacuate. It is taking over the area. The floodwaters have risen, and now this person is on top of their house, right? There's nowhere else for them to go. They're on top of their roof. They now have a helicopter coming in. It's in the sky. It's right over the house. They're here. They're they're bringing the person down. The Coast Guard is coming down towards the house to save them. Hey, hey, you! We're here to save you. I'm okay. God's gonna save me. The person yells back. 
They're like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. God's got this. God's going to save me. The waters come up and the person ends up dying. The person gets up to heaven and God gets to greet God and says, hey, what happened? You know, I like I was praying the whole time. I was doing the things, setting the intentions, told the people that you're going to save me. God's like, I sent them to your house, to your front door, sent a raft to your window and a helicopter to your roof. Right. Some I love that metaphor. I love that story. It still gives me goosebumps when I tell it because there's so many times where we're like, I'm doing the work. I'm setting the intention. I'm, I'm praying the prayer. I have the vision wall. I have all of these things, right? I'm not making fun of anybody that has these things. I set intentions. I have several vision boards. I have a vision wall. I have a vision board on my phone. I have vision boards all over my house. I have affirmations all over my house. And it's wonderful to get yourself in a space where you believe that something is possible for you. But here's the real way that you can tell if you believe that something's possible for you is you are taking action. If you actually believe that you are going to own a private jet one day, what research are you doing on private jets right now? How much do they cost? Who would you buy it from? Where would you buy a private jet from? Where would you house it? Do you have to have a pilot? How does that work? Do you employ a pilot year round or would you have to then get a service that gets you a pilot, right? If you actually truly believe, right, with your vision boards and your affirmations, you got a picture on your vision wall and on your phone of this beautiful plane that you're going to have, right? That's great. And you believe in your brain. You have the affirmation. I am a wealthy woman. I am a wealthy woman. And you envision as a wealthy woman, you're buying yourself a jet. That's fantastic. And I think very important. I think it's also important to move your feet, to take action, right? That's what came out of this client call with so much love is that sometimes we get wrapped up into, here's what came up for her, all or nothing thinking. I have to do it all at once or I can't do it at all. I have to, uh, what is a good example? If you're starting a business from scratch, let's say you're starting a business from nothing, right? It can be very overwhelming. You're thinking, I have to pick a logo. I have to set up a website. I have to create um, a name for my business. I have to create an Instagram for it. I have to create a TikTok for it. I, all these things start rattling off in your brain. And so then your brain says, I have to do all of this all right now or not at all, right? So I want you to see if that's happening for you because this can keep us from taking action. This can keep us from showing up. This thinking that if I, here's another version of all or nothing thinking, right? If I'm not working out every single day for one hour at 6 a.m., I can't do it at all. Or the very specific example that came up for the client is if I'm not uh, playing my guitar every day for one hour every day, I'm not going to do it at all, right? Just notice how your brain does that. Maybe we play for 15 minutes a day. Maybe we're not working out five days out of the week. Maybe we start with two, right? Check in. What's important to you? Here's, I'm not going to put any words in anybody's mouth. I want to ask that question rather. What is important to you? What is important to you? Is it learning the language? Is it falling in love? Is it feeling a certain way? I'm going to tell you that that's your answer. (laughs) It's going to be an and, right? It might be falling in love because slash and I want to feel loved. I want to feel romance. 
And a reminder that the only reason we want anything is because of how we believe we're going to feel in the having of it. So our job, part of our job is to feel that way ahead of time. When I wanted to start my life coaching business, right, I wanted to start it because I wanted to feel successful. That's That was the first feeling that came up. When I go back to that place, I'm like, okay, well, how did I want to feel at that point? Successful. For whatever reason, even though I had gotten a degree in education and was using my degree in education in a way that I loved, I was a preschool teacher at the time, I was still telling myself that I wasn't successful. So catch yourself. What is it that you're telling yourself right now about you? I think that's very important to know. What are your current thoughts about yourself? Because it is creating the goals that you have for yourself. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? The goal of becoming a life coach came from a place of, I don't feel successful and I want to feel successful. How can I feel successful? Being an entrepreneur, showing people that I can make money even though I have a degree in education. That was so annoying to me. <laughs> Having a background in education, that, that was the one of the number one, if one of the number one, probably the number one thing that people would always say to me is like, that's not an area that you make money in. And it would irritate me because I wanted to work with children. It was important for me and, and love doing working with children, working with families and to make money. Those are two things that I value, money <laughs> and working with families, right? And so I started this from a place of, okay, I don't feel successful as I am. How do you feel right now as you are? It's important to, to ask yourself, what does success mean to you? Because that's what's creating your goals. Now, let's say when you get to your version of success, the house, the car, the job, the person, the variety of those things, how is it do you, how do you think that you're going to feel? I'm going to feel peaceful. I'm going to feel excited. I'm going to feel calm. I asked this to a client, different client the other day, and I asked her, okay, so how do you think it is that you're going to feel when you accomplish this goal? The goal we were talking about for her was being a full-time entrepreneur. How do you think it is that you are going to feel when you are your boss all of the time? She said, peaceful. I will feel peace. Okay? So your job now, your work now, is to feel peace ahead of time. Because here's the next metaphor I'm going to give you. Our energy is our radio frequency. So if your radio frequency is, I'm not getting what I want, I'm not getting what I want, I'm not getting what I want, I'm not getting what I want. This is where we get a little bit spiritual. The universe does not care. It only responds to what you're putting out. So if your radio frequency is, I'm not getting what I want, I'm not getting what I want, the universe says, okay, you're not getting what you want, you're not getting what you want, and it's going to give you more evidence. The neuroscience is your reticular activating system. If you put in your brain, I'm not getting what I want, if you're thinking that thought, your brain then goes to look for evidence to support that thought. Your brain, like the universe, doesn't care. We are in charge of inputting the information and therefore telling the universe what to bring us, therefore telling our brain what to look for. So if your radio frequency, think about a radio, there's a country station and the oldie station and the hip hop station and the mix station, like the mix ages station, right? There's all these different stations. What station is your energy tuned into? What you're putting out, you're getting back. Where your focus goes, your energy flows. I got all the rhymes and all the metaphors. If your radio frequency is, I'm not getting what I want, I'm not getting what I want, I'm not getting what I, what I want, you're going to get that in return and your brain's going to be looking for that. 
So if you would rather be in a place of, I get what I want, good things are happening to me, I believe in myself, you have to tune your radio frequency to that. Stop waiting on the world on circumstances in the world to make you feel better. I'll feel better when I sign the client. I'll feel better when I meet the man. I'll feel better when I have my first child. I'll feel better when I get married. I'll feel better when I get the raise. Yes, that's true and don't wait for it. Because in the meantime, you're making yourself miserable getting to it and lightly pushing it off further, right? Think about, here's your next metaphor. Think about the person, you have two people that are driving in a car, driving home from work, right? Yeah, and they're both entrepreneurs. They both have side hustles, but they work a full-time job. So you have one person that's driving home from work in traffic, and they're upset. Today was a horrible day. Sally talked to me sideways. This traffic is stupid. I'm never going to get home. I'm so tired. What a dumb day. I hate my job. This is why I want to leave, and I want to work for myself. But I'm never going to get there because I have to work this stupid job, right? Notice the energy, the radio frequency they are sending out. Then you get home, right? That person wants to follow this person home. They get home. What kind of energy are they in? Frustrated energy, low energy, spiteful energy, scarcity energy. What kind of action do you take from that place? It is more likely that from that place, you're going to grab the chips. You're going to sit on the couch and scroll because you need to rest from your hard day because you need to escape for a second because it was just so hard because things are never going to change. But guess what? It's a self, what is it? Self-created prophecy by saying nothing's ever going to change and you coming home in that energy and then scrolling on the internet, you are creating that reality where nothing changes. And it started with that radio frequency that you're sending out, that energy frequency you're sending out. Now let's go to somebody else that's driving on their way home. And they're thinking, you know what, today was rough. Sally talked to me sideways, but you know what, I'm not surprised. Maybe Sally's got some things going on, going on with her. I've got a business that I really care about, and I have some clients that I really care about, and I really love that I get to do this with my clients What are two things that I can work on tonight? Okay, I'm going to try to work on this and I'm going to try to work on that. Knowing that I still need to make dinner, knowing that I, you know, want to go to bed at this time so I can take care of myself and wake up in the morning. Follow that person home. How do they show up when they get home? They're following through with those intentions. They're far more calm, right? So they're less reactive. When we're less reactive out of that fight, flight, or freeze response, notice the first person is in fight, right? Now, this person is not in fight, flight, or freeze. They're able to be in their creative mind space. They were able to think ahead. They were able to, okay, what are two intentions I can set tonight for my business? I'm going to do a post and I'm going to plan an event. I'm going to work for 30 minutes on an event that I'd like to plan. Notice that it's not that I have to plan the entire event right now. I'm going to work for 30 minutes on an event that I would like to plan. Notice how that gets us out of all or nothing thinking. I'm going to work on a piece of it. The radio frequency they're sending out is it's working. It's coming together. I got my own back. Right? And so then we start to create that. I'm working on my business. It is all coming together. Our minds are so powerful and it is so important for me to tell you that you are in charge of it. I know that sometimes it can feel like I'm not in control of my mind or uh, I can't change my mind because it's been like this for so long. It can, that, that is very true, that it can feel very difficult to change your mind. 
the way, here's your next metaphor, the way that I spoke about it in this session that I was in with this client was think about our negative self-talk, the things you've been saying, it's never going to happen for me, or it always happens for other people, or I'll never be rich, or whatever it is, the, the negative self-talk that you go to. It's never, whatever. For me, it's like, it's never going to happen for me. I'll have some big dreams and my brain will be like, well, that's never going to happen for you, right? And so what is the thing that your brain goes to? Think about that as the five pound weight or the three pound weight or the one pound weight, whatever's really lightweight for you, right? That's a really lightweight for your brain to, to lift. If you could see me right now, I am lifting an invisible, very lightweight, very quickly, right? So if it's a lightweight, you can lift it very quickly. That's what the brain is doing with these old pattern thoughts. If you've been thinking, I can't do it, it's too hard, I've never done it before, it's, it's so much easier for the brain to think that. So it perpetuates it and then you perpetuate the same habits because it's just easier to do that. To think it is possible for me to own a jet, right? If you've never been able to do that, if that's something that you actually want to do, right? Or to think that it's possible for me to fall in love and marry the person of my dreams and start a family and we have five kids, right? If you've never believed that for yourself before, that's like a, the the heavy weightlifters, right? Let's say that's 100 pounds. My, my actual weightlifters are probably scoffing at that. I know y'all lift some heavy weights, but... For the person that doesn't lift weights, let's say it's 100 pounds. That's a lot, right, for you to lift. That's what it's like to think a new thought. That's what it's like to believe a new thought. If you've been thinking this is never going to happen for me, to believe, of course, it's going to happen for me is like lifting a heavy weight. And our job is to show up and lift that weight a little bit every single day until it becomes easy. Just like tying our shoes. There was a time when you were a little baby and tying your shoes was hard. It was very hard and it was daunting. How am I going to get this lace and the loop and the bunny ears and what do you want me to do? And it was hard. But guess what? We practiced tying our shoes every day, every single time we put on those shoes. And eventually it became very easy to the point where you didn't have to think about it. You just know how to tie your shoes now. That is our mind. And if you want to become someone you've never been before, you have to do some things you've never done before. You have to lift some heavier weights. And guess what? It will be hard. It will be hard. We're not here to play around and be like, it's, that's why we like to write the affirmations and do the intentions and the vision boards. That's the easy part. That's the fun part. And I love that part. I think that part, again, is very important. And we have to lift the weight and we have to move our feet and we have to get online and go live on Instagram and tell people about the thing that we're selling. And we have to go and table at that art farmer's market and we have to set up that Eventbrite and we have to go and network and we have to get out of our house and into the world and meet to meet the people and tell them about the things that we sell and we do and who we are. You have to get up. You have to take action, my friend. If you want to meet the person, if you want to own the jet, if you want to get married in a greenhouse, show up as if it's already done. If you are already a wealthy woman, how are you showing up in the world? How does she talk to her money? How does she spend her money? How does she think about her money? This wealthy version of you. The best version of you. How do they show up in the world? How do they speak to themselves? How do they treat themselves? How do they treat others? The version of you that has that dream business. How do they show up? They're not sleeping on themselves or their dreams. They believe in themselves. If they regularly sign clients at X amount, it's not even a thing, right? So how do you show up from that place? What are the thoughts that that future version of you is thinking? I don't know is a lie. If you hear your brain saying right now, I don't know. What if you did know? What would be the first step? 
What if you did know how to love yourself? What if you did know how to sell online? What if you did know how to start a business? What if you did know how to ask for a raise? What if you did know how to change jobs? What if you did know how to interview well? What if you did know how to make new friends? What if you did know how to online date? What if you did know how to pole dance? What if you did know? Where would you start? Those are all my ramblings for you, my friends. I hope that something stuck to you. Leave the rest. I'll see you next week. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love if you would like, share, subscribe, share this with your friends, your family, your girlfriends. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching or just curious about learning more, head over to nandicamille.com.